Let's go. Welcome to the Loans On Demand podcast, the show where we flip the real estate status quo on its head and put loan officers into the driver's seat. We, we, we give you all the tools, strategies, resources, and mindset needed to modernize your mortgage business and thrive. And my name is Luke Shankula, aka Longform Luke, and this is the Loans On Demand podcast. I hope you're ready for the Loans On Demand podcast. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Loans On Demand podcast, the show where we help loan officers flip the status quo on real estate agents to put loan officers in the driver's seat. And I'm so excited uh, to have, uh, to, for today's guest, today we have Michael Mann of the Michael Mann team. And uh, man, he, I think they did, uh, what about 198 million in production for 2020, which is uh, incredible. He's also the author of the Nine Figure Blueprint, and he's also the creator of the Million Dollar loan officer program, which is uh, incredible. And uh, I think you've been a loan officer here for 18 years, Michael. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here and, and tell us a little bit about yourself, even though I probably just, you know, gave away all your thunder, right? You just did, man. You gave everything away. That was it. <laughs> just me, just me here in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, dude, I appreciate the intro. Thank you. Um, certainly want to, first thing I want to say, dude, is, you know, certainly didn't do that volume by myself. The team crushed it last year. Now, for all y'all out in San Diego, 198 million is probably like three months of work or maybe half a year because your 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 volume's so high. But uh, to give credit to the team, I mean, they crushed 803 units last year, which is awesome. That's incredible. We're just here in Allentown, Pennsylvania, with low loan amounts. But uh, yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate the uh, I appreciate that intro. Um, it's 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 amazing. Things are fun. Things are, you know, we're just uh, we're we're crushing the marketplace. It's it's a good time. I love it, man. I love it. And so, you know, I'm, I'm sure it hasn't always been uh, this easy. And, and I, obviously, I've heard your story a few times, but to walk us through kind of the journey that it's taken to get to where you're at today, right? I mean, 198 million uh, isn't isn't some small feat. Um, and, and I know that it's been quite a journey to get there. So so talk a little bit about how you got from where you were to where you are today. Yeah, um, certainly didn't do it alone. And um, I just, this has come up a lot lately. So, you know, and I don't mean to sound cliche, like, I just won the Super Bowl and I'd like to thank God, but you know, definitely um, when God took over my business and uh, I stopped trying to control everything, it's quite frankly, one of the pivotal points in my career. I started in 2002, uh, 2003 full-time and uh, lived my first year over and over again, over and over and over and over and over eight times in a row, you know, and uh, it wasn't until I guess 2000. Let's see, 2003. It wasn't about till about 2010. Yeah, actually, 2010 when I lost everything for a second time. And my dad died in 08. You know, financial crisis 08, 09. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I worked all that time up until that point. Lost everything. It's like, man, this this business kind of stinks. You know, rebuilt it. Uh, built another. Built a team. Sales relied solely on me. And uh, in 2010, you know, you know the story. My daughter was born three and a half months early and um, lost everything again. And I figured, man, I got to, you know, I'm not a single dude anymore. I got a kid. I need something that's going to be a little bit more uh, reliable. So I started, I, you know, in my mind, I quit. And I started looking for a real job. Right. And, um, you know, so first eight, 10 years was, uh, was definitely a challenge. Uh, the cool part is my daughter, my baby, one pound, 10 ounces in an incubator, uh, one day in the hospital became my hero. 
I mean, I'm sitting, standing over the incubator. The doctor says, you know, good news and bad news. Bad news is we had to sedate your daughter. But the good news is she's a fighter. She's trying too hard. She's not giving up. She must get that from her parents. Now, imagine, you know, I'm standing there over the incubator. And my doctor is telling me this of my daughter, my little baby daughter, fighting for her life. And I'm ready to quit the mortgage business because things got hard. Right. You know, right. so she becomes my hero. That uh, one pound, 10 ounce little baby comes by my hero, give me a kick in the butt. And uh, at that point, I said, you know, we're going to do this thing. We're going to do it right, but we're going to do it different. And everything's not going to rely just on me. Mm-hmm. So we, re, you know, retooled, rebranded. You know, at that point, when I was standing there, you know, I felt God say, dude, you're not done. Because remember, I said I gave my business over to him, you know, years, mm-hmm. years prior to that. But I was reminded that I wasn't done and that my baby, my daughter, Olivia, reminded me I wasn't done and uh, continued, just continued on, went on to uh, build a team. I'd love to tell you that God took my business by the hand and said, you're rich and you're, everything's great. But uh, that wasn't the case. If only. Yeah, it wasn't the case. After, you know, after that, things got hard, went on to lose everything and uh, but kept the course and built the team and now we built the team the right way and I wasn't the only one that was in charge of or you know responsible for bringing sales in so mm-hmm. more of a diversification if you will putting the right butts in the right seats sure and uh, we just kind of we, we grew from there we grew uh, just you know for my own personal production team to bring on some other people outside to help them build their business grow their brand I mean we focus on purchase you know a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people had great years last year and, and kudos to them. They worked hard and everybody deserves it. But, you know, purchase business is where it's at. I know that's what we're going to talk about here a little yep. bit and you know, how to yep. get some real estate agents and stuff. Um, and it, right now, it's never been a better time to focus on your purchase business. You know, refinances are going to dry up. The, the realtors have been orphaned by their loan officers. Right. Uh, going after the low hanging fruit, realtors have left their loan officers. So, Right now is a great time to go out and pick up some new relationships. Well, yeah, and 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 it's interesting because I mean we've seen what about a half a half a percent increase here over the last couple of weeks, and it's it's funny because I've seen this you know from the outside, right? You know, in, in the marketing world, uh, we work with a lot of loan officers, right? And so we see a lot of times we're like, well, why would why would people need leads? This, that, and the other, and it's like the reality is so many times people are are, are picking up they're stepping over dollars to pick up pennies, right? Because you're like, oh, let's, let's go do the refi. And it's great. Like do the refinance business, but you can't neglect your real estate partners because that's, that's where, that's literally what is going to continue to build your business. And the purchase business is what builds, you know, your future, future business as well, because that's turns into refis down the road, referrals down the road, all these things uh, that people tend to forget during these times. And, and, you know, that's, that's one thing we push on pretty hard is, don't forget about your referral agents uh, because that's, you know, again, that's, that's the best type of business to have is, is referrals. Um, well, here's so- the good news. Hey dude, if you're listening to this and you did that right now is the time to correct that. Right now is the best time to correct that would have been six months ago, 10 months ago. The second best time is now, you know, right. it's not too late. You can get back there. You can salvage those relationships. Um, but yeah, now's the, now's the best time for that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And, and I know, uh, obviously we talked a little bit about it, uh, you know, pre-show, uh, but at the same time, you, you talked about this new program that you're, that you're just are releasing or have released, uh, called get more real estate agents now. So, so I don't know if you have you know, a couple of minutes that you can chat a little bit about what that looks like, what you're doing currently to basically go out and, and, and find new referral partners. Cause I think that's a huge benefit. And, and you know, again, 
part of the reason for this show is to help loan officers flip the status quo on real estate agents so that you're not necessarily dependent on, on one or two or three different agents, but so you can have more legs to stand on, right? So what are you doing, you know, maybe differently than other people are doing there? Yeah, I love that you say that. I love that you, you say you help flip the status quo. Uh, we, we use it, we, and we, our language, we say the same thing, but we say flip the script on the agents. Right. You know, a lot of real estate agents have lived at the top of the food chain for a long time and loan yeah. officers, let them do that because it's like, you know, beg for a loan. Give me a loan. Give me a loan. What do you got? But um, yeah, so one, and this is part of my, my, my growth and my transition. So it kind of answers the question you asked earlier um, and it speaks to what we're doing now. So uh, one thing we did in, in our growth we saturated our marketplace, right? We were in our marketplace. We did a lot of marketing. We did the conventional stuff. So we, we got a lot of business. But one thing, about two years ago, we decided to go into a brand new market. So let me talk about what I did in my local market prior to going into this new market. Yep. So I did a lot of stacking appointments. I met with 800 real estate agents in two years. Every single week, I had Tuesday and Thursday. I did four to five face-to-face appointments. And I did them... Uh, a lot of you, if, if you've never heard of this, a friend of mine, Michael Mayer, wrote uh, Seven Levels of Communication. He talks about the home court advantage. Um, I call it the stacking appointment. So you go to a place, stack the appointments back to back to back to back to back. And I did this five meetings Tuesday, five meetings on Thursday, every single week for two years. Met with over 800 real estate agents. And we've built you know, our local community of agents. We built them up to 120, 130, 150 agents out of the people that I met. So, you know, that was the hard way of doing things because that was face-to-face, that was going out, that was, you know, now Zoom, it's so much easier. Yeah. Now you can get people. And, and what's cool is if you did Zoom pre, pre-COVID, people were like, what? I don't even want to turn my camera on, dude. Right. But now it's so widely accepted. So I love that. Um, I'm sure we'll get back to being in person and stuff. But um, yeah, we just, so I did all those stacking appointments. And then what we did is we flipped to, from, I did from the one-to-one I flipped to one to many. And then what I did is started teaching classes. So instead of going one to one and meeting five people in a day, I would teach a class and meet 20. And then I would do two classes a week. Then I'd be in front of 40. And I would do that every week. Now I'd be in front of, you know, 160 real estate agents in a month. We started doing events, started doing happy hours. Uh, we had people come out, you know, we invite the listing agents, we invite our buyers agents. We have people just come and I became the connector connecting other networkers. And it's, sure. it's, that's so important because the people that you connect when they see each other later will remember, oh, dude, Luke introduced me to you, didn't he? So your, your right. name comes up and like, oh, I met you at Luke's event. Oh, yeah. And whatever, I'm not going to sit and talk about you, but I'm going to remind, you know, buying brain sure. cells. So we did that in our local market for a long time. And then we said, hey, why don't we break out into the new market about an hour north so we went up to place uh, for, if you guys are from Pennsylvania, you know, Poconos, uh, we go up into the Pocono market and dude, we totally crushed it. Like we um, use the scripts that we use. We use our framework. We set up more appointments. So we were, I was, I was doing face-to-face appointments one day a week on Fridays. Um, no, what was cool was I had to drive up to Poconos on Friday to pick up my daughter anyway. Mm-hmm. So I just drove up there in the morning, not in the afternoon. So I used sure. that time to meet with four agents per day, back to back to back to back. I taught a class once a month and I did a happy hour event once a month. So, and, and that's it. So I met with, um, and we did that for six weeks. So I met with 24 agents 
And then at, at our class, we had another like uh, additional 12, including the agents that we met. So I met with like 38 agents in a six week period. And we ended up getting 16 of them to actually refer us something. And in that short six week period. So if you're a loan officer listening to this, how many times do you call a real estate agent? You get an appointment, you show up, you have the meeting, and then uh, they shake your hand and say, hey, I'm really looking forward to working with you. And then they go into the witness protection program and you never hear from them again, right? How many times does that happen? Oh, well, everybody that I've worked with, yeah, everybody talks about the same thing. It's funny, oh, actually, yeah. I use that line all the time and people always laugh and, and obviously I attribute it back to you because I, that was the funniest thing I ever heard when I, when I heard, well, maybe not ever, but it was pretty funny, you know, witness protection program. Hey, you can go with ever, come on, that made me feel good. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, um, the funniest, sorry, yeah, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire ever, life. Ever, ever. Oh, you're being <laughs> sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, you know, there was, there was a method there, there was a, it was it, repeat it over and over again, right? So if you can predict it, preempt it. Um, the other thing that I've, you know, a lot of people from your, from your group and your, uh, your sphere, when I'm talking to them, they love this. The next thing too is agreements, not expectations. Mm -hmm. So how I overcame that was I started to make agreements with these real estate agents and got rid of expectations. The one thing I want to say is as a loan officer, if you're trying to come up with like smooth stuff to say and you're trying to like be different. That's cool to be different. But if you're trying to come up with smooth stuff to say, to get around being absolutely clear, firm and direct, um, you're going to get the runaround. You're going to get the witness protection program. You're going to get you know, people uh, because you have an expectation. I mean, I literally use that script when I'm talking to agents say, man, I really enjoyed meeting you too. Um, but you know, the one thing that I found is uh, a lot of times when I used to meet with agents, I'd walk out with expectations to work together, but uh, there was never really an agreement. And, you know, I just want to, I just want to, you said you really want to work together. I want to have an agreement with you. I want to, you know, I told you my USP, I told you how I save real estate agents three to five hours on every transaction. I want to show you, I just don't want to tell you about that. So can I walk out of here with an agreement that you're going to refer over your next two buyers? And then I can show you exactly how I'm going to save you three to five hours on every transaction. I put on my hand, we get a handshake, we get an agreement, or they've said no. And I love it because I don't have that expectation. I don't call them for 12 weeks, like some other company, you know, coaching companies tell you, call them for 12 weeks and bother them. And look, yep. dude, it works. It does. I'm not, I'm not ripping on anybody for, for that. That's, I, that's how I built my business originally. Right. But there is a better way. I'm not even going to say it's a better way. It's, it's a way I prefer. Right. Um, and it's just being clear, firm, and direct. But, you know, there's a lot of scripting that we use inside the Get More Realtors Now program. It's the same exact thing that I'm using that I'm sharing with you, but it's how to get, a, you know, how to get more appointments. So how many real estate agents does a loan officer have to call? Um, we just launched this in a brand new market again out in Pittsburgh. We launched it on Monday, two days ago. So we said, you know what? We did so well up there. Um, so, sorry, I'm jumping around a little bit. Let me close a couple of these loops. So we got 16 new agents in the Poconos within six weeks to refer us something. Crazy. We've grown, we've grown that um, over the, so it's been about 19 or 20 months now since we went up there. We've grown that. Now in 2020, the loan officer on my team did 25 million in that market. And total, we did over 32 million just in that market alone. Additional business. It's insane. In, in 18 months, 19, let's call it 20 months, right? So we said, man, this works so well. Let's launch this in, in another area. So we brought in another loan officer 
She's out in Pittsburgh. And we launched on Monday. We figured we'd get a couple appointments, like, uh, you know, maybe two, three. We're doing it all by Zoom. I get a phone call from my, from my, I call her the voice. She's my caller. I get a phone call. Uh, we, so we start work at nine. We have a meeting. We were on till about 930. And then she started working. I got a phone call at 1145. So 930, 1145, two hours and what, 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. She goes, Mike, you'll never believe this. Uh, this is, this, this is awesome. This is working even better than in the Poconos. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, I scheduled nine appointments. I'm like, well, when did you start? She said, two hours ago. I've already got this. I've already got the schedule filled up for almost two weeks. And I'm like, wait a minute. So the reason I'm sharing this with you is like, it's never been better to use these approaches, use these tactics, use these techniques, whatever you want to call it. You know, we put it into a system, a million dollar loan officer. We put it in a system that loan officers can, you know, it's a, it's a done with you program. It's not done for you. It's not on your own, figure it out. Good luck. It's a done with you program. I'm in the trenches. I'm doing it every week. So I can talk about that a little bit later. I want to keep closing some of these loops. So sure, sure, sure. Um, so what we did was, you know, we came up with this methodology. And again, this is in the program, but it's a methodology to get more real estate agents in three months than most LOs will get in three years. But the thing I'm most proud about, the caveat of it is, is do it in less time. Do it in way less time. I, I don't... One of my passions is to help loan officers that are parents and that have spouses because so many people in our industry are being orphaned. So many kids are being orphaned by fathers and mothers working 18 hour days, yep. right? Yep. Relationships are being ruined. So um, I'm not here to say work 80 hours a week. Cause you know what, if you went out and did 80 hours a week and just pounded your head against the wall, yeah, you'll increase your business, but what we lose, what's the cost. So we, everything that I do, everything that I put together in my program is geared towards doing everything efficiently, get the most effort, uh, get the most results with the least amount of effort. I love so, it. so what we do is, you know, we, we stack our appointments. We have appointments once a week. And a lot of loan officers ask, well, what if the agent can't meet that day? Well, then find some that do, you know, with the, with the scripting that we have, we have enough availability. We have enough opportunity to meet with the agents when we want, where we want, how we want, and choose the next agents that uh, you want to work with. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we, we schedule one event every month. Now that we're getting back out of the COVID stuff, hopefully people are getting back into in-person. Right. Uh, we can start doing them in person, but uh, you can do these things virtually as well. If you're not ready to get out, you can do them virtually. I've done virtual happy hours. I've done virtual meetings, virtual trainings, virtual classes. So the whole concept, Luke, let me go back and, and answer your original question. What did you do to get the growth? I set my calendar for success. I scheduled one stacking appointment each week, teach one class each month and do one happy hour each and every month. Consistency. I mean, right? Simple. Yep. It's simple. It's, it's simple. It's not easy, right? That's, that's kind of that concept. And, and simple, not easy. What, I, what, what I love as well is, um, you know, one of the, the way you said it, I don't know if this is at an event that I, that you were with, but, uh, expectations lead to disappointments and agreements lead to results. And I've, I've carried that with me ever since I heard that. And I, I just think it's such a brilliant, uh, concept because, you know, it's, it's true. And so many times we go into relationships with expectations on both sides, right? Marriage, uh, relationships with, with business, all these different things. It's like expectations, actually cause more issues than anything else most of the time. Right. And I have to remind yeah. myself with my wife, 
like my expectations. I've never communicated with her, uh, you know, same thing in business. Right. Like, and so I love that concept. And the other thing that you talked about was, you know, you love working with, uh, loan officers that have spouses and things like that. And they, they've orphaned their families. And, and I, I love that too, because there's the three freedoms that I strive for because I have a family and I have a wife is time, freedom, location, freedom, and monetary freedom. And so I'm, I'm passionate about helping, you know, people do the same thing, right? That's what I want for myself. It's what I want for my team. And it's what I want for the people that we work with. And, and it's, it's, it's important because yeah, like you said, you can build your business working 18 hours. I mean, I was just talking to someone the other day, did like 70 million, but they were working like 18 hour days and they just have a one and a half year old, um, you know? And so yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's not a, that's not a life. Right. And you know, he's building a team, uh, finally getting, you know, finally getting out there and building a team, but you know, it's, it's crazy because we see that so often the, the, the one piece, and we can talk about that, right. Is, um, it's one of the hardest things to do is build a team because as salespeople, as entrepreneurs, as loan officers, like we're inherently lazy and not lazy to the point where we don't do a lot of work. It's just easier. It's easier to not do the, the hard things, which is training someone. Cause right now in the moment, it's easier for you to take that app. It's easier for you to make the calls. It's easier for, because that's easier in, in the short term, but in the long term, the repercussions, in my opinion, are huge. So talk a little yeah. bit about how you went about building your team, because I know that's one of the things you, you love to talk about, too. I mean, you guys, you didn't do 198 million by yourself. Um, you know, you had a, you have a, a full team that's helping you out there. So talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. And, you know, talked about before putting the right butts in the right seats. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's two types of loan officers out there, the ones that love to go out and talk and meet and create and network and create their own business. They're hunters, right? Mm -hmm. And then um, there's another type of loan officer who is really good at the numbers, detail oriented, put together a package and loves to explain the stuff to the consumer. Um, they don't like to go out. They're typically not the high eye personality. They don't like to go out and network and, you know, not that one's better than the other. It's just they work very well together. So what I've done is I've gone out and found the um, second type of loan officer that I just explained, that I just described that really like to do loans, that really like to get in the nitty gritty and no guidelines. And our business, you said it earlier, our business is screwed up. So we got, you know, in, in a normal example, you said the, the, the $70 million guy, he's got to find the realtor, have the relationship, sell the client, uh, take the application, put together all the documents. If the processor isn't good, he, she's, he's, he or she's chasing documents now yep. on their own. Yep. Um, then you're, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy. You know, then you got to know all the guidelines and then you got to be friendly enough to get on the phone and go, Hi, I'd really like to work with you. When you, all you want to do is pull your hair out because you haven't seen your one and a half year old for 18 hours. It, it sucks. And yep. it can be different. It can be different. I'm talking to a friend of yours. Um, I know you're close with John. Um, I, had a, I had a conversation with John a long time ago and it was so cool. John was doing, you know, X amount of, X amount of business per month. And he was getting paid the whole bit of the um, the commission. Well, it's, it, it's funny that you're bringing him up because he just was on the, the show a couple a uh, couple episodes ago. So. Oh, was he really? Yeah. So and he actually brought you up and we talked about we talked about you on there as well. So that's funny that this just kind of is, is working out that way because you know yeah I mean he we we literally had the same conversation of of you know he was trying to do everything himself and then you know talked with you and it's like an hour and a half conversation with you. About, and, and, and you having to tell him three or four different times that like, and I, don't, I don't remember what you, what you said to him. So do you, do you remember like what you told him? Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, um, how does he say it? 
a mentor of mine, I, I got this from, you can have, um, you can have a hundred percent of a grape or 70% of a watermelon you choose. Right. That was it. Like you can take all of your commission and do everything, or you can take a chunk of your commission, whatever that is, whatever he did and give that to somebody else to do all the stuff that you don't like doing that you don't enjoy right. doing. And it doesn't make you money, but you know what? You find the right person. So if he went out and found another John Smith, exactly like him and said, here, do this wouldn't have worked. Right. You got to find uh, a person that's the opposite that really loves to do that stuff. And the cool part is, so, you know, I was just having this conversation the other day. It was like, well, I don't want to seem like lazy or I don't feel like doing stuff. I said, dude, it's not about that. You're given that, you found a person who enjoys doing the stuff that you're having him or her do. And let me give you an example. Go into the office tomorrow and say, hey, whoever, I need you to get on a Zoom, teach a class to 20 agents, and then go to a happy hour with me and meet every single one, shake their hands. And I need you to know their name. I need you to get referrals. They will look at you and go, oh, hell no. I ain't doing that. <laughs> yes. So it's just, you know, they're, you're, you're doing the stuff for them that they would never do. They're doing the stuff for you that you don't want to do. That's it. Right. That's, that's all. Um, but yeah, John got that. And, and you know, what's funny is, you know, I think his commission, I think he gave away 25% of his commission or something. Yeah. But he, incre- but he increased his business by 400%. You know, yeah. I think 4- it was like 30 bips or something like that. He gave away yeah, something so like that. Yeah. 30, 30 bips. So he went from. Did he give numbers? I don't know if he did. I think he, I don't know. I don't know the exact numbers, but I think he was somewhere around 150. Well, and, and yeah, let's just, let's, let's just, let's just do this. Let's just say this. Let's pretend I'm going to give you fake numbers, right? So let's say you're a loan officer making 125 basis points and you had to give away 25 basis points on every one of your deals and you're doing a million, million and a half. So you got to pay somebody, you know, three grand, 3,500 a month, whatever out of your commission. Now you're only making a hundred bips, but you three times your, three times your volume and you three times your happiness, right? Like even if you just double your volume, now you're making 200 bips on a million and a half and you're only doing the things you know uh, that, that you're good at, that you make you money and that you enjoy. But John did it 4X. He went 4X dude and he only gave away this piece, which is making the person he brought on more money than they ever made in their entire life. That's how it works, right. man. Right. Well, it's a, it's a, it's the concept of a piece of a bigger pie, right? So many times people want the yeah. whole pie, but uh, the reality is a lot of times, you know, and this book, uh, who not how, uh, that, that was just brilliant, which just talked about this concept of, uh, instead of looking for the how of how to do th- something is how do you find the who that you can put there? Yeah. That's funny that you have it right there. So it's such a brilliant book. I mean, I just, I literally read it in probably, I don't know, three or four days. And it's, yeah. it's funny because it's, it's something that I've already, I had already learned over the last, I wish I would have found this book. It just came out recently though, but I wish I would have found it six, eight months ago because that was just, that was the one concept that didn't get for the who, not like, how can you do more work? And it was funny. I was just talking with a, a marketing buddy of mine and he's like, Hey man, do you ever feel like you're procrastinating? Do you ever feel like you're not getting everything done? Like, man, I just, I just want to be able to get more done. And he's like, well, we're, I'm doing this amount of revenue a month. And I only have two people, you know, I have one person that's supporting this and I have one person that's doing this. I was like, dude, you don't need to do more. You need to hire people. Like you don't need to figure out how to do, get more out of your day. You need to figure out how you can 
delegate half that stuff off your plate. Um, yeah. and, and it was funny cause he just coming back, he kept coming back with these excuses about, well, we got great systems. We got this, we got that. I mean, you know, all I know is that, that, you know, as soon as I outsourced and not even outsourced, as soon as I gave up the, the, the things that I didn't like to do, the systems, the operations, you yeah. know, I love the marketing and stuff like that. I hate that backend systems, operations, detail sort of stuff. As soon as I give that away, my business grew. And I also, my happiness, like you talked about, like if you can two X, three X your happiness as well at the same time, man, that's, that's, uh, that's game changing. You can't put money that, right. You can't, you can't put a monetary value to that, but Luke, I want to go back. If you don't mind, I'd like to say something. Yeah, uh, sure. uh, perhaps I could share something with you that helps. And um, for whoever's listening to this, you said something I'd like to address. Mm-hmm. You go, man, I wish I would have found that six to eight months ago, or I should have done that sooner. I should have sure. done this. I should have, as Tony Robbins says, you can shit all over yourself all day long. I should have done this, should have done that. Uh-huh. The reason you didn't find it six to eight months ago is you weren't ready at that time. Yep. Because you would have found it six to eight months ago and you weren't ready to implement those strategies and you might have done it wrong. You know, I'm fir- I firmly believe things come into our life at the time that they're supposed to. Uh, some other people have said, you know, when the, when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. Or yep. I've had people say, man, I wish I signed up to your program months ago. It's like, don't do that because months ago you weren't ready. Months ago, you wouldn't have implemented. Months ago, you weren't ready to, you know, dive hard into this and you might've joined and not done anything. And then we wouldn't be friends. You know, I don't know. Um, right. I, right. I don't ever wish, I, I, you know, you could wish, boy, I wish I was making, you know, I wish I was closing 198 million when I was 17 years old, but it's going to get us nowhere. Right. What it, what it could have, should have. Right. And, and I, and I love it because uh, you're right. I mean, looking back, I needed these hard times to happen for me to yeah. realize these things. Right. And as I look at, as we look at the past, almost every single one of the hard times that I've been through all correlate to some sort of growth that allowed me to get to where I'm at today. Right. And so, yeah, I say, I, I say, I wish, but at the same time, like yep. I know, and, and the way I generally look at oppor- uh, as problems is I generally look at them as opportunities to grow. Um, because if you look at it that way, you know, you're always going to be on, on the right foot. Like, okay, well, what's, what's this telling me? Like, what is this pissed off client telling me? All right, well, we need to change this, this, and this, like this sucks yeah. going through this, that this client is pissed and yelling at me, but this is how we can fix this. So it doesn't happen in the future. Um, and so I love it, man. That's, that's, uh, that's amazing. Um, so just kind of trying to little wrap it up a little bit here. Cause, cause I think we've been talking for a while, which is, which is awesome. Cause I, I could probably talk about this stuff all day, but is there any sort of one strategy or any tip that you could give for loan officers to help them flip the status quo on real estate agents, kind of put them in the driver's seat? Um, man, I can, I, I can, you got a couple. The one thing I was going to say, you know what, I, I would say, learn, learn to be more bold. You know, that's something that's been uh, tapping me on the shoulder and coming up in a lot of conversations recently is, uh, Learn to be more bold, make bigger promises, set bigger goals. Um, don't be afraid of failure, right? You know, set bigger goals, Go, set a goal to get more, you know, five real estate agents this month. Mm-hmm. You know, there isn't a reason why, you know, within, within a month's time, you can't get, you know, one, one real estate agent a week. But talk a little, a little bit more granular, being bold with the realtor. And if you're right to be doing what you're doing, and you have a great transaction, and you have great communication, and you can offer amazing service, go out and tell them, dude, you're world class at it. You're the best in the world. And I'll give you the best transaction. Yeah. Um, be, be bold. Be bold. Luke, Luke, I've heard of great things about you. Never gotten to work with you. Michael Mann with Loan Office, you know, with uh, Fairway Independent Mortgage. Dude, 
you know, I save real estate agents three to five hours on every transaction. The way I do that is with proactive communication. You'll never have to chase me down. We get our mortgage commitments out in advance. Wires at the table a day before settlement. Okay. Would you agree that would save you some time as a real estate agent if you have to, didn't have to chase me down? Would you agree to that, right? Ask for the communication. Yeah, they, they will absolutely agree. They always do that it would. Cool. Um, dude, I want to show you how I can do that. I just don't want to talk smack. I want to show you. Give me a try on your next transaction. If it's not the best transaction you've ever had, I will send you a gift certificate to your favorite restaurant. Take your, take your family out on me. It's not the best transaction you've ever had. Be bold, dude. Put it out there. You may have to buy some dinners. Who gives a crap? Right. Be, well, be bold. Go for it. Well, and that's actually something I meant to ask you earlier was, you know, generally the, the, the average USP, you know, is, is, well, I pick up my phone, uh, I work on the weekends and we have the best rates. Right. And so I love that, um, you've, you've created something that you can give a value to them. And, and I love how you put it in the past. So I'm, I'll let you say it, but, uh, you know, um, so you, you help them save time, but what does that also give them? Yeah. So it gives them more of what they want. Right. So what I, what I really love to do is I love to go deep when, when I'm in, when I'm in the, in the, in, and we talk about this in detail in our get more realtors now program. Um, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a program that is designed to help you get better at getting the appointments with less phone calls with doing the actual appointment. And it's exactly what we're just talking about right here. It's that script, right? Mm -hmm. It's, 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 it's being able to deliver that with confidence. Um, you know, Luke, let me ask you, dude, if I could save you three to five hours on every transaction, what would you do with that time? What would I'd, you do as a real estate agent? I'd go, with that I'd go get, I'd get, go, I'd go, go get another couple of deals. Another I'd couple spend of time deals. with my family. Well, well, which, which one or both? I mean, you know, as a family man, I think, you know, selfishly, I I'd want to go spend time with my family, but then as a businessman, selfishly, I'd want to go get more deals, you know? So well, let me, let me, let me say this, instead of going to get a couple more deals, let's say you go get one more deal and you still go spend more time with your family. What, what is one more deal worth to you? Uh, one more transaction. Five grand. About 5,000 bucks. Cool. What would you do with that $5,000? I'd be able to invest it in more marketing. I could take my family on vacation. On vacation. Where would you go on vacation? I'd love to go to Hawaii. Hawaii. Which one of the islands? Kauai. Dude, that's awesome. That sounds amazing. Um, who would go with you? Who your, your family? What's your wife's name? Nicole. How many kids? Got two and one on the way. Two and one on the way. So you got three kids that are going. So Nicole, uh, who else? Slater, Blakeland, and, and uh, Everly. Slater, Blakeland, and Everly? Cool. Mm -hmm. So you would take them to uh, Hawaii with you or just you and Nicole? No, the, the family. The whole entire family. Sweet. What would you do when you're there, man? Can you Can you close your eyes and picture... What would you would do being in Kauai right now? Yeah, yeah, I would, uh, you know, I would be going um, out snorkeling uh, if I could. I would be going on hikes because that's, you know, that's always, I love going walking with family. We'd be going seeing sightseeing, all that kind of stuff and, and seeing the fishes and all that fun stuff with the kids. So, you know, a bunch of activities with family for sure. Dude, that's excellent. So the extra money and the extra transaction that you made would pay for your trip to Hawaii you get to spend time with your kids and your wife. Luke, that's all I'm looking to do, brother. All I'm looking to do is make that dream come true for you. Most loan officers come in here asking for a deal here, a deal there. Dude, yeah, I want to work with you, but I want to help you save that time. And with that time, you can make an extra five grand. 
take that, you spend a, a week in Hawaii with Nicole, your kids. Dude, that's what I want. That's all I'm looking to do, man. I'm looking to just change lives. We're looking to flip the script. I mean, tell them directly. That is exactly how you go be more bold to real estate agents rather than, hey, give me a deal, man, or dude, I answer my phone 24 seven. Cause I'm gonna tell you this, Luke, I tell the agents right now because I don't answer my phone 24 seven. Right. And they don't even uh, talk to you, right? <laughs> most of the time. No. no, most of the time they don't talk with me and they don't have to. They don't want to talk to me because there's, there's, there's better people than that. Right. Um, at the office that can, that can handle that. But, um, you know, we don't have the lowest rates in town. Um, there's definitely, uh, you know, local brokers or someone or, or credit unions that'll probably give you a better rate. We don't have the lowest rates. We're competitive, very competitive. And we'll win a deal when we have to, but we don't have the lowest rates in town. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, I don't really like working weekends and I give my team breaks on the weekends. We have an on-call person. We have a rotation, but I really feel that our team should rest. So if you're looking for someone that's 24 hours, the lowest rate, and we're going to work weekends, nights, and call me at 11 o'clock at night, Luke, we're not going to be a good fit, man. That's okay. You don't have to, as a loan officer, be a slave to this industry. You don't. You just have to be more bold and go get it. And I love this. I love this because it's, 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 it's about setting the boundaries and working with the type of people that are going to honor the life that you want to live as well, which is, which is amazing because so many times, you know, I hear loan officers are like, man, I have to pick up the phone because if I don't pick up the phone, they're going to send it to the next person. And that's really, you know, again, the, the, the passion behind why I even created this show, because I'm like, how can loan officers find real estate agents that are true partners, right? Like I don't want, you know, obviously a lot of times real estate agents treat loan officers as vendors, you know, pay for my marketing, you know, be at my ever beck and call. And it's like, you know, I don't want loan officers to, to, to then be that person. I want loan officers to be able to come alongside real estate agents, be true partners that are able to grow each other's businesses um, and, and, and support each other in, in other ways as well. So I love that, man. Thank you so much uh, for all of that. And Real quick, as we're closing up, is there, or what's what's the best place that loan officers that might be interested in getting some more real estate agents that want potentially to join your uh, real estates or get more real estate agent program? Uh, is there anywhere they can find you for that? Yep, absolutely. There's a couple places. Uh, you could go to milliondollarloanofficer.com. Uh, you could look up Million Dollar Loan Officer on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, like our page. Um, but I would say the best thing to do, well, I would do the million dollar loan officer on Facebook as well. But the best thing to do is you could um, ask to join the tribe by million dollar loan officer. That is a private community that I host. Um, you can join the tribe. It's a free group. I do. Uh, I teach a lot of this stuff inside the group. We have some guest speakers. Uh, we just love to do some some training and if we can help people just save some time on their own and you know make a little bit more money. Uh, inside the tribe. That would be awesome. If you want to dive deep and you want to get involved with some of our programs, I mean, we have the Get More Realtors Now program. Uh, It's super unconventional. It's not like regular coaching. It's not a monthly thing. Uh, It's a four-month coaching program where um, we look to help you make some money and 10x your investment that you're putting into the program uh, and do it within a four-month period. And it's completely doable. It's completely tangible and it works it works immediately if you work it. Um, and then also I do have, I take on a couple of private coaching clients here and there. So I think the first step would be is to, uh, you know, check out our website, join our Facebook page and get in the conversation. Uh, so many people, uh, I would have so many people I talk to get to these groups and they sit in the back and watch. Right. Um, you know, when we go to these events, uh, the people are sitting in the back of the room closest to the door. Don't be that man. Get up front, 
get up front and sit in the front row, uh, engage in our groups, ask questions. I, there's, there's times where I'm kind of sitting around, I dive into the tribe and somebody has a question. I'm like, yo, let's pop on the phone, do a quick 10 minute phone call. Um, if you try, if you pop in the tribe and ask questions or something you need help with, I uh, schedule a quick 10 minute triage call with you and, uh, you know, kind of rapidly help people from time to time. So that's how I would say the best way to get a hold of us is. Awesome. Awesome, Michael. And and thank you so much for being here, man. Uh, this has been huge, huge values, a bunch of nuggets there as far as, you know, you even gave away your script pretty much um, on how you're, you're getting people to commit to you. You, I mean, we talked about how you built your, your business, man. It's so, so it's incredible, man. And, and it's incredible what you've built uh, and what your team has been able to accomplish over the last, you know, year and, and over, I guess, over the last what, 10 years now, right. Since, uh, since the last time everything kind of fell apart. So yeah. thank you so much for being here and for everybody that's listening. Thank you so much uh, for listening and and uh, just have a great day. Sounds great. Thanks, man. Thank you for tuning into the Loans On Demand podcast on loansondemandpodcast.com. The Loans On Demand podcast.